0: Here we go. And now for your listening pleasure, another episode of the Joker Character Study Series from Mike, Mike, and Oscar. And we're back on this August 28th, or the five-year and one-day anniversary of another superhero property that had Oscar aspirations Mm. in the eventual Best Picture winner Birdman uh, or the something-something of virtue. (laughs) Uh, This is Mike, Mike, and Oscar. Another entry into the Joker Character study series, but a bit of a detour today, Mike.
1: Yeah, this is a combination episode. This is a fun little crossover. We're going to preview it, Chapter 2 by the end of it. At the beginning here, we're going to have a review of the new Joker trailer. Trailer number two for that one as well. And we're also going to get into a history of some evil clowns and pop culture and entertainment, mostly movies. Of course, we cannot avoid talking about John Wayne Gacy. We cannot avoid talking about those 2016 clown sightings because the
0: world is an awful, horrible, and terrifying (laughs) place. (laughs) Walking Phoenix is uh, skinny and. We're going to send in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For those of you that do suffer from claustrophobia, we'll get to what all that is and more. Uh, this is probably either going to help you face your fears or mm. just... Uh, Make you miserable for the rest of the week. Before we get started, though, as always, we do want to ask you for help, as always. If you could take a couple seconds out of your day, go to your podcast app and Apple Podcasts, search Mike, Mike, and Oscar, click on our logo, and give us a five-star review. And if you do for your clowns, maybe do that before you listen to the rest of this episode. Mm. Uh, it would really help us out. We appreciate all of you that have taken the time to do that. But let's start talking about it, Michael. This is the third episode of our Joker Character Study series. Uh, let's start with what came out today, like you said, we just met minutes ago. Mm-hmm. The final trailer for Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. So, the last trailer,
1: you had a lot of Oscar reel scenes. You had a lot of disturbing stuff, right? We were watching that and we were like, are we going to get two and a half hours of this? Yeah. All movies are two and a half hours now.
0: <laughs> well, minimum, yeah. <laughs> But now we get a lot of
1: story here, which is cool. We get a lot of how the movement started, which I like. And it's dramatic irony right off the bat with the fact that the king of comedy himself from Scorsese's movie Robert De Niro is kind of the launching pad for this character if
0: you read some of the stuff that happened that came out uh, before this movie really got going there were murmurs that this was going to be a darker take on the king of comedy that whole plot line that very famous Scorsese movie Jerry Lewis Robert De Niro and De Niro now is playing the Jerry Lewis role here in that he's kind of the stand up late night host that Joaquin Phoenix is looking up to where those roles were reversed and De Niro was looking up to Jerry Lewis back in the original king of comedy but except This time, the guy gets into the show, which didn't happen in The King of Comedy. Not
1: only does he get into the show, Mike, he becomes the (laughs) arch-nemesis of the Dark Knight and one of the most popular superheroes ever. He becomes a supervillain. I love having the same premise for both of those films. And it's not by an accident because Todd Phillips... Absolutely grew up on this stuff, yeah, without question. I mean, he became a comedy director with uh, old school and the hangover, that's how he made his name in the business. The fact that he's doing this movie just dripping with wet paint, yeah, dramatic irony from start to finish, just like this entire evil clown genre concept, whatever <laughs> has dripped throughout history. I just thought this was a much stronger trailer. I love the longer scenes. You know, he's with a
0: therapist or with some kind of guidance counselor there at the beginning. I mean, there's kind of a commentary right in there talking about how we handle the people that may need help and people that need to reach out for help. And how our institutions right now, also in this country, aren't the most... You kind of handcuff a lot of these people that do need help for insurance reasons, this reason or that reason. But that... Is kind of a focus of the first part of this trailer that kind of suggests mm-hmm. that this is what leads this guy into doing this downward mental spiral right. that she's, he has.
1: She's telling him it's their last meeting. Right. Uh, he's telling her you ask the same questions every time. You don't listen. All I have are negative thoughts. My God. Oh, what a line. That's disturbing. Yeah. A, a couple of great lines.
0: Can you introduce me as Joker? <laughs> that set up with the late that night was show. terrifying. So the way the trailer ends is that Joker, who's been made fun of by Robert De Niro earlier in this trailer, yeah. on right. Robert De Niro's. Late Night talk show is backstage waiting to be a guest now as Joker in full face paint on De Niro's show. I mean, this suggests that he's gonna lose it on live TV, right? And hold everyone hostage, absolutely, it, especially if you watched any of Frank Miller's, yeah,
1: Joker's. Good god, oh my god. But we have a situation where that first insult is given, right, mm-hmm. on the show. But walking Phoenix's face was so interesting to me because it's like. Was he really mad about that? Was he really sad about that? Because he kind of was happy he got 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And then he's loving the fact that he's starting, like, this movement of all these people wearing clown masks. I mean, that's the whole thing with the Joker. He doesn't have any superpowers.
0: He is just, in like, this infectious mayhem, and Gotham follows him. Uh, Well, two things. One, I wonder if this is, again, one of those trailers that shows us things out of order. I wonder if the entire talk show segment is going to be the first part of the movie, and that leads, when people see him on that screen on the TV Mm -hmm. that's what makes everyone adopt the clown masks because I don't understand why Gotham would go into a frenzy with people all donning clown masks for no reason well they they got their hiding. yeah they're hiding whatever happens there Uh, second of all to me this is much more New York City than it is Gotham and if those two things are separate then in my mind they 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 remain separate because mm. this is much more King of Comedy, New York City, Manhattan based than it is Gotham, Batman, Batman, Dark Knight based. I didn't really get any Gotham from this. It looked like a guy, which makes it all the more terrifying, by the way. Sure. It just it just seemed like a regular guy in NYC walking down the streets, slowly losing it before he becomes an Uber criminal. Slowly losing it. And basically
1: public transportation is the main reason, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Public transportation and show business. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have, like, four or five of those scenes on public transit. Like, we had another one here. We had one in the first trailer where he's getting
0: beat up by a bunch of bullies. Holy crap. Yeah, we all know this film has its debut at the Venice Film Festival in just a couple days, August 31st. It wasn't originally conceived of nor purported to be an awards contender, and yet those that have seen it and those that are familiar with it, uh, that narrative has kind of changed, especially yeah. when it was submitted into Venice. People thought, well, maybe this does have Oscar's legs. I said, as soon as I saw this trailer, this last trailer for the first time, well, we now have two Best Actor nominees locked in stuff. I mean, this looks like Leo and Joaquin Phoenix for surely sure. will be there. For sure. Two of those five spots locked down in Best Actor category.
1: He's showcasing it in the trailer. Uh, As for the film, I'm wondering if the lack of mystery is going to hurt it, because that character's always thrived on the fact that you didn't know his origins in many ways.
0: It is a different take, that's absolutely for sure. We're not getting like the the random, how do I get these scars, Heath Ledger appearing in the purple coat out of nowhere. This is the guy's deterioration of a normal person into accepting and embracing a life of ultra-violent crime, it looks like. Yeah, he's a monster that's
1: made. Yeah, He's made by the media, he's made by the Robert De Niro late night show. The human condition, the he's on the bus, the people don't want anything yeah. to do with him, yeah. The, the public in general, and then it's ironic that the public comes to his back, I
0: guess, it's going to be a very, very... I mean, is this like the public embracing an anti-hero? Is, this, does, is it just wholly independent? something else happen with a clown and that's why he dons it in the first place? Mm, how it's evil, not about him? How
1: evil are they going to make him in this movie? Is he an anti-hero? Is he a full-blown villain? Does he build up to the full-blown villainy? I don't know. I do worry about some of the initial reactions from test screenings. It's all over the internet from a thousand different sources. Basically, they said it's a series of punches to the gut. Ugh. Yeah, I can see it. (laughs) I can see it, too. I worry about that for a big blockbuster. Like, if you're getting this hardcore character study of an evil, evil man, that's scary to me.
0: Well, you know what? I mean, for as much as we tear down DC and Warner Brothers and what they've done, that's maybe not a bad idea to go the completely opposite route of what the MCU has done as far as superhero movies go.
1: I'm actually surprised it took them 13 years or whatever, 11 years, can I count, you know, since 2018, The <laughs> Ledger, to get a Joker standalone movie, honestly. I mean, after that was such a humongous hit that probably spurred the $1 billion of box office,
0: uh, I'm a little surprised. What other actor could possibly do...
1: Joaquin Phoenix has been around for a while. I know, and that's,
0: I mean, yeah, that's that's... I, I get that. He's been around. He could have always done this. I guess he is the one guy. It just took us a while to get there. Was but... he rapping in 2008? Yeah, right, right. He yeah. He's growing rapping. the beard there. <laughs> Can you envision another actor out there that you that could pull this off right now?
1: Oh, God. No, I don't know. I Off the top of my head, you're killing me. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I don't know
0: either. I, I, not pull off this, no. in this. trail, Yeah. And ironically enough, I said this to you too, I mean, he's doing in this trailer physically what Christian Bale did in the machine is he's just overly thin, over, mm. looks almost sickly mm. and just sucking in, showing his rib cage in certain scenes, terrifying stuff. Can't wait to see it. And that's kind of uh, where we started that they made us wait. They for the did, trailer. till noon. Apparently it was worth the wait, we both think, and we're very excited. I thought this trailer far surpassed the first one that we saw. Uh, but let's move in and talk more about some horrible, horrible evil clowns. We're going to go into the history of evil clowns, Mike, but
1: we got to start with the definition. Yeah, so
0: this is coulrophobia. This mm-hmm. is literally what the fear of clowns is. This is a real thing, and the symptoms for this uh, can be anything from dizziness, nausea, to breathing trouble, to full-blown panic attacks when you hear carnival
1: music. It yeah, was well, serious to research this, Mike. <laughs> Uh, colorophobia was discovered in the U.K. when doctors showed pictures of clowns to kids as part of another study. And they found that the pictures would backfire. They they thought the pictures would just, like, make the kids laugh or make the kids happy. Yeah. But they would induce the opposite effect to a small percentage of children. Good God. And they changed their study to study colorophobia. Good Lord, that's terrifying. Edgar Allan Poe wrote about an evil clown in one story back when he was writing in the 1800s. Thanks, Ed. The Italian opera Pagliacci, literally clowns in Italian, showcases none other than murderous clowns singing ones in 1874. And other than the Joker's character beginning in 1940, only one movie was made about an evil clown before 1966 is Batman the movie that we just reviewed. This was the Phantom of the Big Tent. In 54. We
0: might have to go check that out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested. Like,
0: well, how, did, how far did they yeah. go with that
1: one? And then of course we get that marker number one at least in our series, 1966 is Batman.
0: Yeah, so after the Joker is introduced in not only the comic books but made true to life on screen in 66 is Batman, now we have evil clowns getting a little too real for comfort and that God. starts with John Wayne Gacy and his prolific and horrible, horrible series of murders that occurred in the 70s 1972 till his arrest in 1978. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gacy was convicted in 1980 of 33 murders of young boys the horrible all of them taking place at his apartment in his compound Uh, he wore a clown costume while performing these children parties around towns that's how he would familiarize himself with these victims all the awful things you could say about a person is what he was it turns out he was a pedophile a rapist torturer, murderer uh, and a true-to-life psychopath and, and one of the biggest serial killers that we had in this country and unfortunately he kind of Put a bad taste in the mouth of clowns. I mean, this was a guy known, when you think of John Wayne Gacy, you think of pedophile murderer and, unfortunately, clown. That's mm. what you do think of. Uh, he was executed in 1994 by lethal injection. The media coverage of Gacy was widespread. He had 12 books written about him, as well as five different TV documentaries or specials, and four different feature films, probably the most famous of which is that Gacy movie, Yeah. I would think. That uh,
1: was a weird one. I remember almost watching it, like I wanted to watch it, I was, I was intrigued, but I couldn't do it. I still
0: can't no, the, to this day me it. either. From 1978 onward, the media coverage of Gacy from the New York Times to just about everywhere else mentioned the fact that he did dress up and his clown alter ego was known as Pogo the Clown.
1: Yeah, from the very first arrest article, it was just in big letters Pogo the Clown is on there. Ugh, so, right from the beginning, the dramatic irony is what drew people there. The, the evil clown, the sad clown, people were all over that. You get five evil clown movies now before 1989 after 1972 or kind of in the midst of this Gacy
0: murder spree. That's because Hollywood was back in a time where they actually let real life things have decades before making movies about them. True. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> a decade? Maybe. Yeah, maybe.
1: Poltergeist came out in 1982. There was an evil clown in that one. I don't think that came out of the TV. That was under the bed, right? In the first, It movie. was under the bed, yes, yeah. and it was horrifying. <laughs> and there was a great parody in Scary movie. Yes, Two. there was. Scary movie <laughs> yes. 2. Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 1988... You've seen it, I haven't. A long time ago, but yeah, I've I've seen it, and it's exactly what you think it is. Bizarre. It's bizarre. <laughs> in nineteen eighty-one, Stephen King starts writing the book It. It was published in nineteen eighty-six. Now I don't think this is an accident, Mike. Three years after Gacy, King changes the evil character of Pennywise
0: from a troll to a clown. Yeah, I, that seems to be a little coincidental. What's that phrase? Life imitating uh, art. Thank imitating you, life I couldn't get those words art. to say my life, but yeah, that's what I say. And we're going to have more of that coming up, especially with these
1: sightings. So that next big marker, though, Mike. Yeah,
0: so Jack Nicholson, of course, famously took on the Clown Prince of Crime, the Joker himself, in 1989's Tim Burton Batman film. And it's our first instance of these two ships passing in the night when we have Nicholson portraying the Joker Mm in 1989's Batman. That's August 19th. That movie came out. That will be the next individual episode of this Joker character study that we do. Yes, sir. And while that came out, some 17 months later, on the heels of Stephen King finishing that novel, it was adapted into its own own tv miniseries on abc where tim curry first portrayed pennywise the clown on a screen that had its debut november 18th of 1990 so that was the first time these two clown entities could have had a, at each other that you said that's not very good do not go back and rewatch that miniseries i watch
1: clips and then the clips yeah d- right.
0: just leave it in your mind leave the memories alone is that song i think it's by stained or Down or something leave them there leave those bands alone also way, don't too. go listen to that song either yeah? <laughs> other TV series and comic book clowns that popped up during this time frame was Zebo the Clown 1990s episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark I don't remember this I looked him yeah, up do I, I, it doesn't ring a bell it was all over film
1: twitter the other day though the Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff because they're remaking it yeah. for the new series
0: on Netflix is it I don't know either. We I don't are, know. Not- I remember a jester from Are You Afraid of the Dark, thinking okay. it was Joker inspired. He was like blue and yellow and he mm. smiled and put smiles on people's faces. That scared the shit out of me when <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I, I avoided it. I was afraid of cat. We also had Violator from the Spawn comics back in 1992, and that led, uh, I mean, from that point, when Jack portrayed the face paint, the floodgates were open as far as evil clowns in cinema go. 26 movies about evil clowns happen from 1990,
1: 1989 to uh, 2007 before we get Heath Ledger's Joker. A couple notable ones, like Mike said, it, the miniseries. You had the two from Sid Haig, Rob Zombie. House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, The Devil's Rejects. I'm too scared to watch both of those, but they're not bad. They're not bad. They're They're okay.
0: Yeah, I mean they're scary. They're not terrible.
1: You have a couple notes here, Mike.
0: Yeah. So Clownhouse in 1989. That just for for fun's sake that features a young sam rockwell oh my god uh carnival of souls from 1998 is a disgustingly horrifying premise of a girl who witnesses the rape of her mother by a clown while young and then has to deal with the trauma Uh. of the carnival returning to town as an adult that's Uh. disgusting Uh. uh killjoy from 2000 maybe the greatest synopsis in movie history quote three youngsters encounter an evil clown that's make, it. Did I mention my comment on all this was. Ah, <laughs> ah. And well, we had Final Draft in 2007. And if you were to guess this list of 20 something movies featuring evil clowns, which one was going to be the James Vanderbeek comeback attempt? Uh, if you guessed Final Draft in 2007, you're right, because that was a James Vanderbeek comeback attempt. I have seen none of these the, For zero. good reason, because a lot of these movies featuring mm. evil clowns, I noticed. Not highly regarded, not highly graded. We're talking like threes and fours and low fives on the IMDb scale. All right, well, we
1: do get that next marker, number three. That's 2008's Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight, Mike.
0: Yeah, the only thing I want to say and follow up with this, you would think Heath Ledger would lead to more, I don't know, prestigious or refined clown killers in cinema. (laughs) It does not. The Killjoy series had four or five separate entries. Yeah. I don't know what the Killjoy series is. Nobody knows. Nobody
1: knows. (laughs) (laughs) William Bibbiani knows. Yeah. Because it covers the Schlock stuff once in a while. Yeah, 21 movies. From 2008 to 2016. Now, that's more movies in a shorter amount of time than the last situation we had, 21 in 8 years. Not an uptick
0: in quality, though. No, this is
1: 47 (laughs) since Jack Nicholson in 2014-15. Twisty the Clown is a character on American Horror Story Freak Show. I remembered that. I watched a little bit of that. So
0: did I, and I thought that was a very, very well done, horrifying clown. Yeah. yeah, with the, ugh, with the big, mm-hmm. big giant mm-hmm. smile. Oh, my God. All right, so 2016.
1: Now this, we're getting into real life stuff. This is real life. <laughs> we get the clown sightings. And this was a craze... That began in Green Bay, Wisconsin. People are sick. When three pictures of a clown in a vacant parking lot went viral, a Facebook group was formed, Fox News, USA Today, The Young Turks, all covered this story and were asking why this all happened. Yeah, and
0: why is the media covering this? What do you think is going to (laughs) happen?
1: It's crazy because... (laughs) This kind of thing happened a while ago with the Blair Witch. Remember the Blair right, Witch sure. in 1999 where everything was all viral? Is this real? It's the same scenario even though they didn't realize it because a couple of filmmakers were promoting a horror film, a short film, Mike, in fact, called Gags the Clown. This was all brought about by a couple of short filmmakers. So the short film is apparently being released this year in 2019, even though it was premiered back in last year Hmm. on the film festival circuit. It's coming out this September in 2019. It's called
0: Gags the Clown. We're going to have to get a hold of it somehow. Let me tell you when a uh, film promotion goes wrong. When I'm sitting here just hearing that this was tied to a film just this second now in this conversation we're yeah. having, I just thought these were all psychopaths popping up around the country. No, it's a bunch of, <laughs> fil- <laughs> it's our fault, it's our fault, it's a
1: bunch of us guerrilla filmmakers trying to sell our movies.
0: So you saw these on the news and on YouTube and there's still some horrifying footage floating out there in the sure. ether if you want to get to it, but these people would just stand in front of cars late at night just stand with like balloons in full clown regalia Ugh. i you have i' run them over yeah what choice do you have but to run those clowns over the best defense is a good offense <laughs> I agree. (laughs) So this obviously went viral, and we get the evil clown sightings in nearly all 50 states and 18 different countries. Uh, There were clown costume bands in towns from Ohio down to New Zealand. Uh, Target took all their clown costumes off the shelves, and McDonald's stopped using Ronald McDonald for a period as an international symbol for the food chain, lest they get confused with these psychos. They did. (laughs) <laughs> they, they did. The McDonald's,
1: the, one of the biggest corporations in the world, got, ran away from this. And But let's be honest. Uh, we, we said what we said before, like hit the gas. But no, of course no, not. We, yeah. we, we wouldn't. These are just people. We are the least, you know. Yeah. Reactive, we would run away.
0: Have of course run away <laughs> lot immediately, and
1: that's that's our true pitch. Yeah, run away.
0: And thankfully, with that in mind, there wasn't. I don't remember any one instance where it did lead to violence. It just seemed to be people having creepy fun. But uh, most sightings did prove harmless, and hopefully, that was close to all of them. I don't know that for sure, but there were some arrests made. Adults and children alike were assaulted, and threats were made to schools, etc. It was bedlam for a while out there. Like I said, I don't remember any one in particular instance. Thank God. Odd, but yeah. it did happen and it's gross so the
1: Wikipedia page references it state by state and yeah you see arrests you do see assaults oh god and sometimes it's assaults on the clowns sometimes it's the clowns assaulting people like there was a case in I think I don't want to mention the state but like 18 kids With clown masks. I don't want to say kids either. It could have been adults. Attack somebody, which is terrifying. That's horrifying. Horrifying. And for Connecticut, I do recognize the schools mentioned. I do recognize the landmarks mentioned. I'm not going to mention them again here. But I I remember back in 2016, I do work with a few cops because I work with kids. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I work with a few cops who also work with kids with me. And they were taking this deadly serious. They had to... Spend like a week on this, a couple day, like a couple days at least. I can't remember, but I remember this guy just like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. I yeah. can't
0: believe chasing I'm clowns, looking
1: into all these sightings, and I am. And he was, he kind of had the same, you know, read on it. Like most of it's BS, but real stuff is stuff going is down. Happening you a couple towns it. over, yeah, and, and obviously
0: around the country. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, maybe a fortunate uh, timing as far as the film goes, because a year later, in 2017, IT Chapter 1 was able to ride the coattails of this new clown craze to the highest grossing horror film numbers of all time. It finished $700 million at the worldwide box office with a 327-372 domestic to international split, and it was rated fairly well, especially for a horror movie, 7.4 IMDb score, it's still holding on to a 69 Metascore today. So I rewatched it chapter one Monday night. I enjoyed the movie for the most part. Some scares really work.
1: Yeah. I had only seen it the one time in theaters. I never really
0: rewatched it. Yeah. Okay. It was one of those kind of movies.
1: I don't know if you've rewatched it since I our, have. I've been
0: meaning to, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Our
1: very first episode, where we reviewed the Loved summer it. of twenty seventeen and early fall, we were able to review it as one of our like five main reviews yeah. there. So this goes all the way back for us. We were big fans. Some of these scenes are really not good, though, in the rewatch. So why did we think so highly of it at the time, if that's the case? Because pro- it scared us because we probably got out of the movie theater and was, like, getting off a roller coaster, and we were like, oof. Huh, we all were, right. You know, we were one of the, it was one of those situations where, you know, the good, the good outweighed the bad, right. and the scary outweighed the not, I, I would say. But okay. some of the scenes are not. They just don't work.
0: They really don't
1: work. Well, again. you're going to
0: get another hour of it this time around for uh, chapter two. Extra hour, for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It, but look... We had to do an episode where we compared Pennywise to the Joker. Like you said, in 89, they had a cross-section. They are by far the two most mainstream evil clowns that have ever existed. Yes. And... The fact that they're coming out in early September you got Ip chapter two and then in early October you got the Joker movie. That's I don't know if that's a coincidence, but I it's serendipitous.
0: So when Disney does buy DC comics and all the Stephen King books in yeah, 2030, uh, we get this crossover film in 2034, 27 years from it chapter one, because Pennywise shows up every 27 years. That's <laughs> a little that's a little fun for you. you it's happening. Let's I, talk I about it. Let's talk about the fight. Let's break it down. Who wins
1: Joker versus Pennywise. So to frame this, I'm just going to ask a bunch of questions. Okay. Because that's the only way to do this, (laughs) right? I'm the Riddler here, talking about these two (laughs) evil clowns. The referee is the Riddler. All right. Could Pennywise scare the Joker, Mike? Because basically, Pennywise needs to operate on fear. For him to win, he has to scare you.
0: Otherwise, you are not killable. Well, I think it matters... That's a great question. What is the Joker right now? Is the Joker the Joaquin Phoenix character where we know he starts as human?
1: Take this any way you want. Is
0: Joaquin Phoenix scarable? Is Mark Hamill's Joker
1: scarable? Is Cesar Romero's Joker scarable? Let's talk about the guy we just talked about. I
0: think that I would say yes. I think that Batman might scare yeah, a few of these Jokers. right. I, I would agree with that. So I would say yes, Pennywise could have the drop on them and far, as far as being able to scare them. So we'd get an evil
1: Batman, which would be very cool in this eventual crossover film in 2034. <laughs>
0: right. After they face off, then they have to team up.
1: So this is a fight. This is a real honest-to-goodness fight right. here. They, if, if the Joker is mad at Pennywise for kind of getting on on his turf a little bit? Because the Joker's probably a little possessive of this evil clown movement that he starts. And 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 he's not getting the credit for it, yeah. the evil clown henchmen that he's acquired over the Mm. years, what if they start going over to Pennywise?
0: No, I think that's a good idea, yeah. Who's going to collect more more random bad guys to do their bidding for them? The Joker's jealous. The Joker
1: wants the media coverage in every iteration of the Joker, essentially. So there's definitely going to be bad blood here, I think.
0: (laughs) Now, would they ever team
1: up? Joker and Pennywise.
0: So this is the sequel right this is after they have their big fight and big fight blowout they pull out all their stops the <laughs> sequel is where batman comes in or it joins the losers club like like bruce wayne has to get called to dairy and, and like for some conference or something some agriculture yeah. thing and that's where we have this team up so i could see a situation where after 27 years we're dealing with like now middle-aged losers club and an older bruce wayne mm-hmm. because i think that's what it have to be because if young feral viral losers club I would think they're going to best Pennywise, right? So we're writing this plot as we
1: go for this, <laughs> this <laughs> right. movie. It's like, hire us, please. So essentially... Here, here's what I'm going to say. Pennywise is going to scare all of Joker's henchmen and take all of his henchmen. He's going to basically operate. On so the he Joker's has to
0: kill them, right?
1: Turf. He might have to kill them. Make yeah. them float. Well, I guess he does. Yeah. He makes them float right. or not. He can get them the way Beverly's character was at the end, where they had the eyes. Can he mind control from there? I don't remember the oh, book. Okay. I read the book. The book sucked, by the way. I don't. Yeah. A know, long time ago. There's a lot of stuff in the book we don't need to talk about. Right? Exactly. <laughs> That should be a part of 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 an evil plot as well. Mike... (laughs) So if he gets all of Joker's henchmen, Joker's jealous, and God forbid he gets on camera somewhere, whether as a clown sighting or whatnot, now we have the Joker basically hunting Pennywise. Now, when the Joker hunts Pennywise, is the Joker afraid of Pennywise in any way, shape, or form with an evil Batman? Maybe he gets over it, and he gets Pennywise to where Pennywise is pinned, just like if the Losers Club could do it, the Joker could do it. We're Team Joker in this? So... That's
0: a lot of questions I, I think, asked you Yeah, about. that's a lot of questions. Let me try to parse them out. So if Joker's hunting Pennywise, Pennywise can be found. We know that. Yes. I mean, we've seen have So all of Joker's
1: yeah. henchmen, and this gets the plot.
0: So if, if, if Joker is hunting Pennywise, Pennywise is going to know he's coming. Because yeah. I think you can only find Pennywise if you're in his lair, right?
1: The Joker doesn't exactly sneak up on right. people either. So He's I think just... Pennywise
0: would have the advantage there, no? Yeah. So, I... but Joker's not afraid. No, no, Joker or maybe wouldn't be scared is with evil Batman. Well, that's the whole thing. So if you're not afraid, mm-hmm. don't you automatically win? Isn't Pennywise's whole thing fear? Yeah, but it, this is mid-act
1: two now. Maybe maybe it's not sequel they team up. Maybe they team up for the latter half of this movie.
0: and then it, So we're doing a whole Batman v Superman arc here. So we're doing Joker and Pennywise <laughs> team up
1: and go against Batman for act two. All right. Or maybe it's Joker and Pennywise, Joker and It chapter two. Okay. I don't know. Maybe nobody will hire us. What's happening? <laughs> okay, so so Joker is hunting Pennywise. Joker's hunting Pennywise, and Batman is hunting Joker. Run. And Batman is hunting hunting Joker. Okay, so now you have Joker cornering Pennywise, but somehow, some way, Pennywise gets the Joker on his side. And now you have Joker and Pennywise versus Batman for the latter half. So it's in your simple.
0: mind, if this happens, is Joker now under Pennywise's mind control or is Joker doing this of his own recognizance? Joker could be doing this under his own recognizance.
1: Now, the question I have that would go against that, would Joker hate Pennywise as a child killer? We know Joker's, oh. not, a pedoph- Joker's not a pedophile in any any way, right? In any way, shape, or form in these comics. It doesn't
0: seem like it, but I don't know for sure.
1: Pennywise is a clear metaphor right. for pedophilia. yeah. And is this like the prison scenario where most of the prisoners hate the pedophiles?
0: Yeah, that could be a very interesting twist, uh, twist at the end there to get Joker back on the side of Batman. It's like Joker and Batman know they need each other, but is Joker willing to go with the devil he doesn't know? And is if he is a humanized Joker, if there's some aspect of humanity in that Joker character, if he does start off as the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, mm-hmm. is that enough for him to be disgusted at what Pennywise actually does here? Does he end up save, going to Pennywise's lair and saving the kids that are there? That's an interesting twist. List. huh that would be a good anti-hero plot line. yeah i would, would sign up for that plot line. we wrote
1: the movie it's right there <laughs> let's have batman get neutralized let's get him actually get afraid and he's neutralized and the joker actually saves the day defeats pennywise pennywise is an evil enough villain i'm all about yeah that. i like it that. chapter three i like that as well it versus the joker versus the joker <laughs> uh pennywise versus it joker. chapter it. three why so serious yeah. <laughs> nice so we're rooting for the joker in this yes. ba- battle that was my next question Who are we rooting for in this box office battle? Who is going to win this, Mike? Is it going to be a chapter two or is it going to be Joker in October?
0: God, I don't know. I've been thinking about this going back and forth on it. Is it going to really outdo the 700 million it just did two years ago? Is that actually possible, especially on a three-hour movie now?
1: That movie was so popular.
0: It's... And we just asked this about Endgame, mm-hmm. which destroyed the box office, and mm-hmm. everybody showed up to see it a couple times. So maybe length of, of film doesn't really matter, doesn't really factor in, or endurance or any of that doesn't really factor in. What, what's a happy box office number for the Joker? Like $400 million, Half a billion worldwide? I don't know
1: what the budget is. We're going to have to find that out.
0: You're probably right. It's probably
1: It Chapter 2. That's in what
0: a, I would... That's my guess. In a
1: landslide, however sequelitis has right. made us doubt... I don't know. I know the first reactions to it's Chapter Two are mixed. To get into that preview here a little bit, we have not seen any full reviews yet. It had its premiere the other night. Cinema Blend did mention that Bill Hader should be in, Os- in the Oscars conversation. Boy, I, thought would I love was, that. That was fascinating. Yeah. Collider's Stephen Weinreb also loved it. As for the length, everybody kind of seems to weigh in that it's too
0: long. Do you believe that? <laughs> I mean, for a horror movie to be two hours and 45 minutes, I don't know. Uh, I, I would need to do research. I don't know that any horror movie has gone two and a half. You know, my 245. 245 is, this is once upon a time in Hollywood territory. The Shining, really, right? The Shining was 220. Two, two, yeah, two, uh, 220. Yeah. But we're getting near, damn near three hours for this? I mean,. Thank God the Irishman came out with their announcement that they're going to be three and a half hours because now that's what everyone's focused on and it gets to go by the wayside. But two hours and 45 minutes of scares, whether they're constant scares or there's enough downtime in between scares where you don't get enough scares, you think you're asking for problems if you have a horror movie go that long. This story needs to be fulfilling. I'm worried because the dramatic
1: scenes in the last movie weren't great. And that's where I kinda, A lot of kid actors. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, we have established veterans of screen. That's on true. Uh, yeah, Jessica Chastain, right. Bill
1: Hader, like you just said, and James McAvoy leading the cast here. They, they, they'll do a better job right. than the kids did. And I thought the kids were fine in the last one.
0: When you heard 245 for the It Chapter 2 runtime, what was your. Did you think, what the hell? Or did you think, thank God, I want a lot of it? I kind of thought more towards the latter. Thank God, I did was, you really I was into it?
1: Even though it was, I had, you know, my red flag goes up. I'm worried, or my my antenna, something went up. <laughs> wow, t- don't take that out of contest. I was I was a little worried, but I was more. I was I was happy. I, okay. was, I, was, ready.
0: I, I was I was surprised, very surprised. I think
1: the bolt. We talked about this on a on a MMOW,
0: and I think we were into it. More I like I like the idea of it. I yeah. mean, I we're horror junkies here, but are casual fans going to go out to see a three-hour horror movie? I don't know. <laughs> that book was not good. <laughs> oh, no. This is our It Chapter 2 preview. This is
1: another episode of the Joker character study. I am rooting for the Joker more than this movie because I would love it if the Joker's good, if it's an Oscar movie. But I, I'm, still, I'm still hoping that It Chapter 2 is good. I'm hoping it's better than the original somehow. I, I got faith in this cast
0: but my god does it worry me i share your concerns i I, the only thing i'll say is it has the room to surprise me in a very good way Mm -hmm. if it's not great i wouldn't be shocked but now that i see all the momentum joker has which probably isn't a good thing for it since it comes out next week and there's not this momentum and the Joker comes out in another month and there is this momentum but again joker does debut in venice a couple days so maybe that's the difference but seeing all the momentum joker has and knowing that it's like potential oscars film if it comes forward with something that could be oscars worthy that would be a pleasant surprise that'd be huge for me well you were saying visual effects perhaps yeah that's what i thought but i mean if you're talking bill Hader, jessica chastain one of these performances gets over the top for a big six category thing I think that would be more of a surprise right now to everybody than the Joker and anything the Joker could have in store for it. But I'm excited to see both. I am more worried, I can't believe I'm saying this, I am more worried at this point about it than I am the Joker. I'm shocked to say the same. Yeah. Uh, Guys, we want to know your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns do you think the Joker has an Oscar performance in Joaquin Phoenix based on what you've seen about this latest trailer in it are you worried about the runtime of it and if so or if not we want to hear why you can leave us those comments at Mike Mike and Oscar on Facebook Mike Mike and Oscar on Instagram, MM and Oscar on Twitter, Mike Mike and Oscar at gmail.com .com, and on Reddit we're available everywhere you hear podcasts including Apple Podcasts and we thank you very much for leaving those five star reviews if you can take a couple seconds out of your day just go to your podcast app in your iPhone type in Mike Mike and Oscar in the search bar click on our logo that you'll see pop up after you hit submit and if you scroll down after you click on our logo or tap on our logo you'll see the uh, opportunity or the availability that's the word I was trying to say before I started, to leave us a five-star review. If you can do that, it really does mean a lot to us. We thank each and every one of you that yes, have done you. it so far. Michael, what's coming next? And what are some words of wisdom for the fine people? We're going to do an OSP
1: on Loose. This is a captivating movie that's going to be really fun to talk about. I-, I hope it's an Oscars film. I liked my first watch of it. I'm going to go see it again. It does have some flaws. I, I can't wait for you to see it. Yeah, I wonder I if it, it. you're going to hate it or love it. You might be on either <laughs> one of those. I don't know what you're going to lo- think of it. So I'm um, I- can't wait we have a new trailer for the king timothy chalamet yeah a couple of new oscar trailers uh, the laundromat Matches premiered today sure did. we're going to talk about that in the oscar race checkpoint and uh next week we got an mmow that's already filling up and jack nicholson's joker from 1989's batman mike and of course the reason why we're doing this yeah we're gonna do a movie event on it chapter two
0: After sitting through all two hours and 45 (laughs) minutes of that horror movie. I'm just, as a horror fan, I'm fascinated to see what this is. And if it works, Halloween Kills better be five hours long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm in. I'm in.
0: And the wisdom, Mike, is... Be afraid of clowns. <laughs> yes, just as a general rule it's in wise. life, I, that is wise. I agree, uh, guys. We we're, proved that. Message. We're Mike, Mike, and Oscar trying to make award season year-round without the stuffiness. When reality sucks, you can come watch movies and escape those dastardly clowns with us. We will see you soon. See you.